When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on episode 18 of Zero Doinks, we have a special guest who does not like cheese. We also have a preview of Thanksgiving at Detroit for the second straight year. A quick look at how the Bears are one game within 500 after a win against New York. We will take a look at the Big Ten Minute. Are the Gophers going to be in the Big Ten title game against the Buckeyes? And where are the Illini going to land for the bowl game? Also, we will look at how gray balls are shaping up for the rest of the year and a few other nuggets that you are going to enjoy. Perhaps it's the return of semi after class. Yes, it is. No perhaps about it. Somebody's going to be in the spotlight, and they're not going to like it. Zero Doinks, episode 18. It's going to be hot. Buckle up. Settle up. Happy Thanksgiving. Turducken. Stuffing. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Hello, episode 18. Zero Doinks. Doinks, we are here in Dan Doinks' basement. We have a special guest that will be featured later. Hold on to your underpants, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be hot. Dan, you were at Bears Giants this past weekend. Did you find anything in the, not press box area, but the whatever you'd call it? I want to know more about your experience. Tell me more. Go. Might as well be the fucking press box because. We got all of the details. Um, yes, I found the fucking barrel finally. It turns out that I'm not crazy, and I sent you a picture almost immediately, and I could have left just right there and then. I'd be like, my day has been served? I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, found the barrel. That was a win right off the bat. Bears win, but they still fucking stink. Am I right? It's hard to argue. Um, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to our loyal Zero Dunks listeners. Thank you for chiming in before and or during or after Thanksgiving. I hope that you have stuffing down your gullet. We love you. Thank you for all of your listening and following us on social media at Zero Doinks. Follow us, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Dan Doinks. All right. So you found the barrel. Fantastic. Did you have pizza, first of all? How was the tailgating situation? What was the crowd thinking? Your crowd experience. I want to know all of it. Go again. The crowd was pretty low-key. I felt like everyone has their expectations pretty low. So from what I saw, people were pretty drunk, which was fun. Lots of Giants fans. Uh, I think there's just New Yorkers fucking everywhere. But they were pretty cool. Like I was expecting like Meathead, Jersey Shore, Mike, the situation. Oh, I'm walking here. I'm fucking walking here. But everyone was pretty cool for the most part. Uh, but definitely some drunk people. But everyone was getting along. It was it was fucking weird. Uh, I went to a bar ahead of time because I didn't. I don't know. I, I'm 
I'm discouraged by the Bears, so I don't need to put in a ton of effort to find a cold tailgate. It was, I mean, the weather was fine. It was windy and cold, uh, but the general mood was, it was kind of like, let's just have some fun. That's it. Let's have some beers on a Sunday. That was the vibe I got. No, that's absolutely fair. I appreciate you being completely honest with our with our listening ship. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, first of all, for the first time since the the week before the Saints game, we're in the same basement where there is a giant rabbit. Okay, Scotty Pippins. First of all, has this rabbit tipped anybody for any hospitality? Dan, tell us. I've cleaned that cage multiple times and I've never received a tip from this motherfucker. Uh, no, it's still Scotty. No tip and Pippin. Uh, I'm feeling real weird with Scotty down here and the guest that has yet to be named. And uh, yes, yeah, this, this could get weird. I'm looking forward to it. It's already weird. We're throwing down hams. All right. Game experience, Dan. Uh <laughs> Bears win. I mean, we buried the lead. The Bears are five and six going into a Thanksgiving feast at Detroit. Uh, they are still on target for a six seed. Not really. Um, what did the crowd think of the Bears performance on Sunday? Did anybody give a shit? Um, well, first of all, I didn't answer your previous question. I did have beggars pizza in the third quarter and it continues to improve. So Thank you, Beggar's Pizza, for coming out strong and red hot. Um, yeah, of course, Bears come out and do a three and out almost immediately. And it was, I felt like it was more laughs. And there were no, it was a lot of less booing. Like, I don't think people give a shit anymore. So it's just, we're playing with house money at this point. Nobody cares. Mitch threw two terrible interceptions in the game, which felt right. Uh, the defense showed up, which was fun. It was like a little bit of a throwback. I mean, the Giants stink. Daniel Jones stinks. Uh, did you see Mac? Uh, the one play, I don't know if you saw it in real time. I saw the replay where he, it was it was 2018 Mac, where he bowled over the offensive tackle, then stepped on his arm on the way to getting. Yes. Yeah, he finally worked that left tackle after uh, a few missed opportunities. It was awesome. I did not watch in real time. I watched Sunday night, which is the best part of having a Bears team that is not exactly in it. I I took my time on a lovely Sunday to get to the game. Anywho, back to you. Um, yeah, I mean Bears win. It was fun. They should have won. They still could have lost at the end, which was which would have made sense if they lost that one. The 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 series that sort of sums up twenty nineteen Bears, I you already know what I'm gonna say is a score on Mitch's touchdown, which was already a fucking struggle getting into the end zone. They immediately have to call a fucking timeout <laughs> trying to figure out a two-point play. I mean, how is that goddamn possible? And then uh, we get the pass interference, which was, I thought it was clearly pass interference. It was. You're shaking your head, yes. Uh, in stadium, people were fucking pissed. That seemed very clear on the scoreboard. What do you think, special guest? That was definitely, he's, I'm getting a light head nod <laughs> and a giggle. Enjoy your hands. Uh, and, uh, you know, and of course, then we have to fucking trot out. All right, so this, this, sitting it up the next play. So we're kicking the extra point. It felt like an eternity when everyone was lined up. 
And I felt like whoever, I still don't know who ran onto the field. You don't know either. It has to be Cornelius. It as well have been. I don't know who it was. It felt like the twelfth from, from where I was sitting. I was on the opposite field where they were kicking it. It felt like he ran from maybe the three hundred level. Like it was such a slow trot onto the field, and nobody was moving. It was slow motion, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" They're not kicking the ball, and he comes out and gets in the stance, and they immediately throw the flag. Twelve men on the field. And so we get pushed back further, a fucking 48 yarder for the extra point. And of course he misses it. So it was like in that moment when it happened, I was like, this is our season in that whole scenario. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. We're getting dumb penalties and we, and we're missing kicks. It was literally our whole season in one series I'm not going to lie. I kind of loved it. Literally, everyone was laughing. Nobody was booing. Everyone was just having an awesome time at that point. I love that about it. And audience, if you hear clicking on and off, it's because, as we mentioned, we are in the same room. Dan, Bill, plus special guest to be announced later. Dan, we have a very special follower, Phil, in Indiana. He gave us his top three Bears performers. Who were your top three? three Bears performers from Sunday. Do you even have three that would qualify for this list? Uh, I'll go with Mac. I, I actually, I missed what Phil's three. I do remember him saying that. Was Mac one of them? Honorable mention. Okay. No. Oh, no. shit. Uh, Mac. Uh, Beggar's Pizza. And... Um... Definitely not Mitch. Our special guest said Mitch. No, Mitch stinks. Um, I, <laughs> Alan Robinson, okay, uh, maybe maybe yeah. Robinson was decent. Yeah, that's um, definitely not Ben Broniker, who's uh, oh, very concussed. He probably God. got concussed with that open touchdown hitting him right off his goddamn hands. So. Yes. Yes. Um, what, what were Phil's other ones? Phil's were, uh, we're not making fun of you, Phil. We're just spitting facts. You had Allen Robinson, uh, Patterson, which was uh, honestly top three. I would agree. Special teams, he was awesome. But you did have Mitch in the top three. I would not put Mitch in the top three for this game. I know he scored twice, got in the end zone twice, and it would not have been an interception theoretically with his pass in the end zone. That pick is Veroniker should have caught a touchdown pass, basically. However, that's not what happened. Uh, I, I would put beggars pizza over Mitch and I wasn't even there. I bet it wasn't as hot as he said though. I bet it was room temperature. You said it was hot. The pizza. It was definitely still sticking to the bottom of the, yeah. so I think I ate a lot of paper as well, but, um, beggars pizza didn't throw two horrible interceptions either. So I'm, I'm sticking with that, but. Bears win. I mean, that was fun. I mean, it's always a good, it was a, it was a nice day ish. It was a little cold bears win. That's always fun. Um, but they should have won against a shitty giants team. Saquon, that dude's awesome. I kind of feel bad for him because he is a sexual beast. Am I right? Special guest. They don't know oh. how to use him, says the special guest. He's much a, like a he, lot of sexual beasts. Yes, you just don't know what yes, to do with yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And our special sure. guest, uh, yeah, doesn't. He's a 
sex are you saying he's a sexual beast the special guest I'm saying both he and saquon are the most sexual i agree I've met in a while yes and i've never met saquon you've met yeah i agree they're i would say saquon's your spirit animal in the sexual realm does that make sense it probably yes if if you are alluding to like a horned goat as the actual animal the spirit animal i, I can't back that up I think that adds up, but really our special guest has uh, a good grasp on the NFC East, so that's kind of why we're tipping our hat towards him when it comes to the fucking Giants. Uh, but yeah, Bears win. I think, I think we covered it. We're still mathematically alive. The Bears five and six going into this week's Thanksgiving feast at Detroit. We are going to touch on a preview coming up next. Zero Doinks, thanks for listening. Thank you for a review. Dan Doinks. Velveeta. See you next segment. Welcome back. Episode 18, Zero Doinks. Follow us at Zero Doinks. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, quick shout out, fan of the week, Brian Hogan, I believe is your name. You have been talking to us on Instagram. We love you. I don't know if you're from Montana washington whatever there's a lot of mountains we appreciate you participating i want to slide into your dms this thanksgiving week thank you so much dan you have done a lot of research on thanksgiving because you love giblets and the bears are visiting detroit for the second straight year thanksgiving day what do you have Five and six bears against three, six and one Detroit. I might be off by at least a game. I don't know. Don't care. Not a big Thanksgiving research guy. Go ahead, Dan. What say you, Fosse Prachez? I think it's giblets, isn't it? Is it giblets? What did I say? Giblets? You said giblets. Uh, I don't know. I don't giblets. I don't eat much that's not processed in Cheez-Its and goldfish. That makes sense. You're a big chicken tender guy as well. All right. Uh Real rough Thanksgiving stats here. Bears are 18, 15, and 1. Do you imagine having a Thanksgiving meal and seeing a Bears tie? I'd kill myself. Uh, Bears are on a two-game winning streak. Their last win, obviously, last year, 23-16 over the fucking Lions. Fuck Detroit. Once again, a trash town. Right, special guest? Yep, he's he's agreeing with me. I'm just going to go ahead and answer that for him. Uh, so last year, Chase had Chase Daniel had 230 passing yards with two touchdowns. Stafford had two interceptions. That was fun. Remember, we had a good defense. Eddie Jackson had a pick six. Uh, our old friend Roquan pre uh, mental breakdown. We're just going to go ahead. That hit on your bingo card. Mental breakdown. Roquan had 11 tackles, one sack and a forced fumble. We all remember that. That wasn't that long ago. Fuck you, Bears. You should still be that good again. Um, that's all I got for that, but our game, the game before that, uh, the win before was at Green Bay, November 26, 2015. We won 17 to 13. Any recollection of that? Yes, I was visiting my in-laws who are Packers fans in South Carolina and Cutler. It was a John Fox era. We shocked the hell out of them. I try not to brag too much because I think we still sucked that year for the most part, but I loved it. It was great. The um, 
a few weird stats here, but Cutler had 200 yards, one touchdown. Rodgers, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, the Packers were led by Eddie, Eddie Lacy was their leading receiver. He's got to be 450 pounds at this point, right? God bless him. God bless you, Lacy. Yeah, he'd take care of that heart, Eddie. I'm worried about you. Uh, Shea McClellan led the team with 10 tackles. Fuck that guy. What a terrible first name, and fuck you all around, dickbag. Um, that guy was a goddamn bust. I hate you so much, Shea McClellan. Uh, but on, I don't know if this is true, uh, but I saw on Twitter that was Brett Favre's retirement night. And yeah, was is true. that true? Yeah. And the Bears won by exactly four points, which oh. was his number. That's and just pointed out on Twitter. Also, the same amount of inches when he's rock hard in the trousers, from what I understand. Good looking watch, though, in that picture, right? He had like a big white watch. I feel like that didn't help with the dick pic. Like the watch looked massive, which made his dick look smaller. Am I am I wrong there? I don't think you're wrong. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm concerned that I overanalyzed the dick pic that Brett sent to uh, some chick who threw it all over the internet and all over my face, apparently. Uh, okay, so... Oh, yeah, she was... Yeah, all right, Jen Sturger. Thank you, special guest. All right, so the Bears then played uh, the Lions in 2014. So they were 2014, uh, 2015, and then last year. But before that, the last time they had played was 2004. So they had a huge gap of Thanksgiving games. We're on a bit of a run here. They played the Dallas Cowboys. Was it? I think it was a horrible quarterback. Do you have stats on this game or no? I don't mean to call you out. You don't. I feel like Chad Hutchinson was involved. Is that that might not be accurate? Google it. Somebody at home. I don't know. I don't know. Special guest is on his phone. Uh, twenty oh three or four, four. Dan, go ahead. Jump in, buddy. I apologize. No, I'm so glad you put me on the spot because I literally didn't take down any stats on this. I just wanted to throw it in there, but. Uh, I think it's a good time to introduce our special guest. That's true. It's, uh, this is a very light hams and eggs. Yeah. It's not a full-blown, uh, but our friend, our good friend, yep. Todd, with only one D, yep. which we need to hear a lot more about. Yep. But Todd is an expert on Dallas Cowboys football and the NFC East. Yes. And St. Louis Cardinals baseball, which is why I Oof. hate him. Oof. And that, Oof. Oh, oh, you're like an 85% Cardinals fan. I hate you 85% that much. Does what's that make the, sense? What's, Not the a big other, math. what's the other 15%? Uh, 5% Cheez-Its. Another 5% Butter. And the other 5% is the NFC East and Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Uh, so, Todd, say hello. Hello. Oh, welcome, I'm, Todd. I'm still looking up the 2004 Cowboys quarterback depth chart. Yeah. It's probably not great. Uh, Drew Henson. Uh, you said Michigan Hutch. Spine. I did. But I did. Hutch and Drew Henson both had a baseball 
Oops. Put it in your face. Put it in your face. So Both had a baseball stint. Right. And a football stint. Troy, Tony Romo was actually the second string. Ooh. And old man Vinny Testaverde. Oh, wow. I don't remember him as a cowboy. I think Tony's career might have launched at that game. I think Henson, something happened with Henson. They actually went to Vinny, who was 50. And then yep. they went to Tony. And Bill Parcells always liked Tony, and the rest is history. And now he he's might calling be games for CBS. You know what? And Pat Summerall might have been alive and drunk with John Madden in the press box. I can't back any of that up. But if, first of all, how bad do you think John Madden's gas was, especially on Thanksgiving Day games? What do you guys think? Yeah. Is this pre or post Churduckin? Because I feel like the Churduckin is an accelerant like no other in terms of the gas. Um, I don't know. What such a dramatic pause. That was good. I got I got I'm not gonna lie to you, I got locked into Trinucket and just visually picturing how all that lays out. It's true. It's it can we can we discuss the Trudokin? Of course. Go for it. So it's a turkey. Yep. And then a duck. Yep. Affleck. And then a chicken. Yes. How do you cook that? Is that is know. that a real? It's not a real. I don't thing, know. Is Todd, it? do you have any Todd, stuff? Todd, you ever Low and slow is how you cook it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> to your point, I think uh, it was post turducken because this isn't always a two thirty kick, a three thirty kick. He would have had that turducken really early. So post turducken gas from John Madden. Is he a turducken guy on the bus? He was a bus guy, right? Didn't fly. I've been on the bus for the record. What? Yep. Get out of here. Humble brag. Bears, uh, during the champagne year, 2001, 02, whatever, he visited the Madden Cruiser, came to Hallis Hall. Somebody said, hey, you should go on the bus. And I did. And when I went on there, all I could picture him was on the toilet, first of all, like John Madden just letting loose. And then, like, on his bed, I was thinking, like, what kind of weird, like, road meat was he inviting into the man cruiser it was awkward like that's i was in my own head let's just road turducken what kind of road turducken has been on this bed how much would you pay to see a john madden sex tape zero dollars zero doinks i think i would six figures for me i'd love to see that who would you want him mated with, if you will? A puppet of some sort? If it was the if it was the Affleck duck, I would pay an un, an ungodly amount of money to see that personally. But um I I don't know. I mean I'm lost again in the traduction. Like I'm just picturing that thing cooking. I don't I don't get it. How do you cut into that? Todd, do you have any idea? Very carefully. Very carefully. Todd, what do you think about, okay, so the Cowboys, they play the Bills. They host the Bills on Thanksgiving. They always have the, a home Thanksgiving game. And then uh, the Cowboys come to Chicago. Let's talk about your thoughts. Cowboys seven-point favorites against the Bills Thursday. What say you about their chances? Give me the Bills and the points. Ooh, interesting. Uh, the Cowboys, they're a good home team. 
They also have not beaten a good team all year, home or road. They're the Bills, but they're seven and three Bills. They're a good team. I think the Cowboys are going to lose, and I think Jason Garrett's going to get fired. Heard it here first. You and I did a gentleman's bet tonight. I think the Cowboys are going to roll them because I think the Bills are frauds. So, but what do you think? Um, what do you think Jason Garrett does between the hours of ten thirty p.m. and two thirty a.m. on like a Wednesday night? Garrett Bot gets his software replaced. He does like a software refresh. He cleans out his RAM. He tries to update to the new operating system. Um, those are all very bad jokes <laughs> to say that Jason Garrett is such a robot. He's the clapper. I'm not sure what he does. I'm really not sure what he does. He has a playbook tucked into the back of his pants that he never looks at. He has a headset that's always flipped up that he never says anything into. When they ask him in the post game who made the calls or what did this, He's so robotic, he'll have some really generic answer. And it's like, it makes me think of the, the excuse you. <laughs> Dan is just burping his ass off. Right? I don't know if you hear it on his mic. But his mic is off. That was an yes. off-mic burp. It, was. Um, it makes me think of the quote from Office Space, where it's like, what would you say you do here? Jason, I, I want to ask Jason Garrett that same question. What do you really do for this team? I mean, he's a Princeton grad. Congratulations. You have incredibly well coiffed hair. Is that the right word? Quaffed. In, in your agenda, quaffed. Thank you. Come queefed. Sucks oh, it's tonight. queefed hair. Yeah, I've been You're having very I've, beautifully queefed I'm hair. I'm 12 hams in for the record. I've mispronounced at least two words now for the record, which our audience is used to. Um, okay, so. Bears, Cowboys, we're just going to do a real brief like anticipation. Bears are going to beat the Lions. We know that. Cowboys are going to lose to the Bills, according to Todd and or Thod. Um, so whether or not Jason Garrett is coaching the Cowboys when they visit Chicago a week from Thursday, what do you think? I don't know what the line's going to be, but do you think the Cowboys succeed or fail in Soldier Field Thursday, December 6th? I don't know. I don't know that date. I'm not sure. 5th fifth i see a five i think they'll succeed because i think it's going to come down to quarterback play and would you rather have dak prescott or would you rather have mitch i would rather have dak i think that's dak's that's not a mystery it's really right? not i mean if he was on a decent team he might be getting mvp consideration but again the cowboys are mediocre too they kind of suck um he'll play well outdoors the cowboys defense is good they have really good players they have a terrible head coach. Will they rally around an interim? Hmm. I don't know. Let's tune so in and would see. That, would it be Rod Marinelli limping around as the interim head coach? No, 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 no. I think it'll, be, it it'll be? be Chris Richard, who's Marinelli's. He's really the defensive coordinator. It's not going to be Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, who he's 26, 7, whatever. I think it'll be Chris Richard if, it's, if he's fired. I thought it would be Kellen Moore. That's kind of surprising. Isn't he supposed to be the uh, the the coach in waiting? Yeah, but he's been in offense. He's called half a season of plays. I think he's good. I think he's the next kind of whatever you want to call it, wonderkind. The the, the, the I think he's a he think he's got something there. Chris Richard was the defensive coordinator and the secondary's coach on all those Seattle teams. Like he's got a few skins on the wall. He's got a Super Bowl ring. That's why you're not gonna you're not gonna put out the corpse of 
Rod Marinelli. I mean, it's not going to happen. Sick burn, but I respect it. Also, uh, to your point, Thad, um, from what I hear, you know, I read a lot of, you know, local Dallas blogs and rumor has it, uh, Kellen Moore's um, nickname is Helen Kellen Moore. So I don't know if that applies toward the interim tag or not. It doesn't help that one of their first games of the year, Troy Aikman also said, he's like, he looks like your pizza boy deliver, delivering pizza to your front door. Oh, thank that way to set him up for success. It's his first year calling plays and you think he looks like your pizza delivery guy. That or Helen Kellen Moore, it all applies. Do you think he you ate well forty pizzas in thirty days? Though, do we do we think that's a do we think that's a possibility? Hashtag Louisville. You'd have to consult Papa John Shatner on that one. <laughs> we may just I may have some questions about Papa John's later, so maybe we could hold on All to right. that. Um, Tease. Maybe he has to see you so, after class. So, so <laughs> oh, you may. So Todd, you you lived in Dallas for a number of years. Did you ever see Jerry Jones masturbate into a shoe at any point? Uh, no, there may have been some issues with bathroom hookers, um, but no masturbating into shoes. That's a great question. You get the hard hitting queries here on Zero Doinks. That is wonderful. Uh, any follow ups to that, Dan? To your own question? I don't know if you follow up your own question. Here in 60 minutes. Yeah, a little off uh, topic as well. I've also been with you in Waco, Texas. Um, do you think Waco's finally ready for David Koresh jokes? Uh, yes. They would prefer them over Baylor jokes, probably, because Baylor's winning a lot of football games right now. But, uh, yeah, yes. What is wrong with Waco in general? They're, like, players murdering each other uh televangelist what do we call Colts. koresh cult, cult leader. leaders televangelist Tele- Ooh. Cult. no no disrespect joel Osteen. uh and kanye west i guess uh uh no dis nah fuck you guys uh um, disrespect it's wake but- up <laughs> fuck them but Koresh, great. I love it. Uh, what's, what's wrong with the Waco? They have funky water or something. Do you ever, you ever, do you want to stand up for like Waco? I'm not going to stand up for Waco. They got a lot of shiplap. They got a great TV show. What's it called? I just said great TV show. Now none of us know. TV, uh, they were just, uh, yeah, they were just uh, guest pickers. People. They were just guest pickers. Randy and, uh, Got Francis? Chip and JoJo. There it is. Chip and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Yeah. Oh my life. I think I'm something and something. Chip lap. Um, so now, all right, let's just shift from Dallas and Waco. You currently live in uh, a state that some would call the gem of the United States in Alabama. Um, any thoughts on that? And do you have boots? <laughs> thoughts on the state in general? Uh, yes. No. That's boots. Right. No. What about, okay. How about you had a big blow up on social media with a block of cheese. What is your perspective? <laughs> do you think they were unfair? Do you think that, are you ever going to buy any cheese from 
what is it called? Vel something or other. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. I will be buying no blocks of cheese from Velveeta. Uh, what did you call it? A big social blow up? That's exactly uh, what I called it. It's what it was. It almost exploded and went viral. Had their, had their joke been around saying, calling me thought or adding some extra letters, eh, you know, it might have been all right. Instead, we rolled with the uh, let's let's pick out that my name has one D. Awesome. Never heard that before. Ooh. Here comes was an ice cold hams. That occurs with ice cold hams. Was that tough as a child? Did people give you shit about your lack of an additional D or no? No, funny enough, it was never a thing until I met your co-host, Dan Doinks. And I loved it. Like, why were my why was my you know small ass hometown not funny enough to come up with some jokes? You were coddled your entire life that you didn't why why did no I, I'm still this still blows me away. Why didn't someone be like, 1D, huh? Why just go on a 1D? I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, we all I, know I, it's disagree- all right. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree that it's, I mean, Todd with 2D should be Todd. So it should be just 1D. Like, I agree with that. I'm not Dan with two ends. If I were Dan with two ends, it'd be Dan and then then. That doesn't make sense. So I don't disagree, but I love the one D jokes. I re- I really did. I never heard one D jokes until college, and now they're awesome. But then when you have a stupid shitty cheese brand on Twitter, what I I'm not even going to get into the semantics because what I called them out for on Twitter, nobody's going to get to listen to this podcast. If there's any other digital marketers on this podcast, sorry, God love you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I I didn't say that. I did. I didn't. Dan did. But I'm I'm following up. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so uh, go fuck yourself. But it was a it was a dumb it was a dumb marketing Twitter joke, and then that their comeback was about the way my name was spelled. Then I was just like, oh, you're fucking funny. I've never heard that before. And then I tagged my friend Dan over here, and then we had to tell him that your product gives us gas and makes us shit our pants and it's fucking liquid cheese. Yeah, we took care of that. That was fine. We put them, I think, in their place. But the retort was, oh, but we meant we thought it was cool, and it's so unique. They backed off really quick. You're not fucking Wendy's, no, and you're not whatever Popeyes or Burger King or any. You're 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 a cheese brand. Yeah, and it's not even real cheese. Sucks. And how many D's do you really need? Right, that's the question on the table for all the ladies out there. Unless you're running a brothel in the middle of Nevada, you only need one D, in my personal opinion. But I'm not a politician. I don't even know what that means, but I'm going with it. But, uh, Todd, thank you. You only need one D. You're my favorite Todd with one D, and maybe the only Todd with one D that I know. But you're doing it well. So thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. And congrats on living in Alabama. Appreciate it. And being a Dallas fan, kind of, it's confusing. Very confusing. Don't ask. But we appreciate it. Well, you asked and you invited me on. And so I talked about it. It's true. I appreciate it. Uh, Spoiler alert for the crowd. Todd may be back for Big Ten Minute. Dan, do you have a closing statement? I do because we didn't talk about the Bears-Lions line this, uh, this week. That's right. Thank and you so much. we are at uh, 
Bears opened uh, as dogs somehow. They were plus one and a half. They're currently at minus three, which makes sense because the Lions are on their 25th quarterback at this point. Bears minus three, over under 38 and a half. The under is looking real sexy there. Rick Fieldsman's going to hump the under. Uh, he's, he's still still in New Orleans. Yeah, he he's probably dead in the Garden District, most likely, let's be honest. What direction would you go with the minus three Bears? Yeah, Bears for sure. Bears, because nothing makes sense once again. Um, I'm going to go Bears minus three on Thanksgiving Day. They're probably going to win by seven. It's going to be gross. Uh, quick recap. You are four and nine on the year. Hot. And, I, and I'm five and eight. So we're Ooh, both, we both suck. On your tail. So what say you, fuzzy motherfucker? So if you're going weird tight, so to speak, I'm going to go Lions plus three. Bears win by two. <laughs> but the Lions cover in front of all the Motor City I'm guessing there's going to be 32,000 fans there. Why would there be any more than that, right? Come on. That's ridiculous. Todd, uh, do you have – Todd, you got a – you got an idea of who you like? He has Bears one hand on hams, which I respect. One hand what do you think? on hams. Bears what do you minus like? three, which direction would you go? Guest, what direction? I agree with Danimal. Nothing makes sense. Give me Bears. I mean, like it, it doesn't make any sense at all. And go Bears. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I'm like, bears, 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 Bears. They're, yeah, I'm pandering they're to the crowd. I'm pandering to the. No, I'm pandering to Scotty Pippen. Go Bears. Love it. The, the, if you're expecting a tip from Scotty, you're definitely not getting it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be off. I mean, thank God they're doing it at 1130. Thank Let's God. get that shit over with. Yes. This is going to be a dog shit game with David Blow playing ah. for the Lions. Their Lions defense sucks. Bears should win by a shitload, but we suck for reasons that are still unknown. So, yeah, um, Bears minus three lock of the week for Lions. 1130 Thursday games. Lions plus three. Double lock of the week. We'll see. Will I catch Dan Doinks? Hard to say. It's really not important. If you're putting any money on either of our opinions, you lost for the year. Bears, Lions, enjoy your Thanksgiving feast, your brunch. We're going to see you next segment. I'm not sure what it is. Probably Big Ten Minute. We love you. Zero Doinks. Thank you, Thod, for participating in your pseudo Bears Cowboys preview as well. Thank you so much. Zerdox. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. When I need my latest information on the Bears, the Gophers, the Illini, or John Lithgow, I turn to Zero Doinks. The Big Ten Minute. Okay, Big Ten Minute. We are fucking back. Episode 18. Our Zero Doinks can vote now, I think. Does that sound right? Buy porn? Do you do, is that an 18-year-old thing? It's free on the internet now, from what I hear from my friends. 
Uh, okay, Big Ten Minute, we're back. Holy shit, I've had way too many hams. I blame Thod here. Uh, okay, Gophers, this is the biggest week in Gopher football history. We said that a few weeks ago with Penn State, but this week it's for the Big Ten West Final. We're keeping the fucking axe, hopefully. Gophers against Wisconsin at 2.30. Uh, game day coming to Minneapolis. So champagne, you're shit out of luck. They're not the only, they're the only big 10 school now. No. I, there's no way it's been to like Indiana, right? For football. Come on. Yeah, you got, yeah, you're right. Maryland Rutgers. It hasn't been there. I don't know. There's only a handful, but Gophers check that one off the list. The Gopher fans have been bitching about game day for like three fucking weeks. Stop it. Just grow up. Um, but sort of the surprise is Gophers are uh, dogs this weekend. They're plus two and a half going into this game. Yeah, it's fucking surprising. Um, Gophers plus two and a half over unders 47 and a half. Do you want me to get my pick now? Uh, I'm hammering the Gophers. Gophers are winning this fucking game. They're keeping the axe. They're going to the Big Ten Championship, probably beating Ohio State, uh, moving into the playoff. Um, I don't know where the lead-in lead games, what what do we call the final four? Where, right. The semis. Wherever, uh, yeah, so whoever, I think they're going to probably end up playing LSU in the first game, but um I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you heard it here first. Gophers winning this weekend. It's probably not even going to be close. Wisconsin stinks. They lost to Illinois, which we all know is uh, better. Shut your mouth. Is better. Shut your mouth. Much better. Shut your mouth. But Wisconsin, uh, Thad was there last week, so we might get to that. Um, But he saw firsthand how much they stink. Gophers keeping the axe, going to the Big Ten Championship. In Indianapolis, I will not be there. Just gonna get get in front of that. Um, there you go. That's all I got. But let's move on to the Illini. Illini are eleven a.m. game, which you know is prime time. They're playing Northwestern at home. Uh, Illini are giving eight and a half to the Wildcats. So yeah, Brandon and all of his Peters will not be available because of his concussion, which was not called a penalty apparently not targeting right not targeting not targeting Pretty much targeting an iowa defender literally threw his head at peters and he got almost knocked out whatever it's ridiculous big Ten gives zero fucks about illinois football which i don't necessarily blame them but it's still annoying so okay so we're given eight and a half to pat fitzgerald and his stupid haircut and his stupid wildcats that have, oh, I'm Pat Fitzgerald. I am, oh, look at me. I'm like, I'm perfection. Oh, I'm I'm all America. I play like, fuck you, Pat Fitzgerald. I'm anti-social media. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. exactly. Get on your not Twitters, then you're not, I don't know. I just look at my playbook. How's that going for you, Fitz? Yeah, your exactly. snap faces, if you will. Right. I think you did say snap face. Your book, your book face, your snap face, your Insta, your Insta butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you. You know what? All that has gotten you zero Big Ten wins to this point this year. Zero dogs. And it's not happening this week. The Illini are covering. They're winning. It's going to be awesome. I don't care if it's Matt Robinson. I don't care if it's Brandon Peters. I don't care if it's Isaiah. Is it going to be Juice Deuce? Yeah. Juice Deuce? That would be awesome. He can play both this game and the bowl game and still get a red shirt, 
which is amazing. Uh, I love it. What do you think, Thad? You're a fellow Illini. How do you feel about my prediction of Illinois covering the eight and a half? I don't know if I'm as I'm as I'm confident like you are, but um, I'm confident. It's, it's Pat Fitzgerald sucks, but I'm. It's also we don't have what'd you call him, Brandon Hurts, and, and all of his Peters, all of his Peters. Yeah. Yes, it's also Illinois football. So here, here's the stakes. Oh, I'm all ears. I'm cheating. Omaha I'm cheating. No, no. Not Omaha stakes. Do it. Twitter stakes. Illinois is looking for their first seven win season since. I don't know. 2011. Ooh. Our first seven win. I say our. I'm reading yeah. their Twitter. No, it's an hour. Our first seven win regular season since. 1904. <laughs> 2007. First above 500 final Big Ten conference record since. 2007. Fuck. Rose Bowl year. So it's been a while. Rose Bowl year, and what the hell happened in 2011? When they won uh, seven. Was that the Craft Bowl? The Craft Cheese Bowl? Ooh, could have been. What year did we skunk Baylor one year in a, in oh, a yeah, bowl game, right. too? RG3. Yeah. That was that the Texas, though. That was the Texas Bowl. That, yeah. was, te- uh, that was like 2000. It might have been 2011. Might have been yeah. So we're due. Yeah, we are. I'm not going to be overconfident because it's Illinois football. Understandably. We're gonna win. We are. What's the uh, what's the rumor on the bowl this year? Do you guys know? I think we're out of uh, out of. I should say, like we've we're beyond the Motor City or whatever it's called these days. It's borderline the Pinstripe Bowl. I'm seeing a lot, lot of Pinstripe Bowl yeah. in New York. And I think there's like a San Francisco ish bowl. I think we're in between. It's not going to be warm. Whatever it is, it's no, not. We're really warm. hoping for yeah. warm weather, and no. Let's go to New York in January. I feel like the pinstripe one would be pretty sweet, actually. If you're going to do a dog shit yeah. weather one, pinstripe's got to be up there, yeah, right? I'm okay and, with it. The and, uh, it. Well, yeah, and there's a strong um, Illini base in New York. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you could draw in New York. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be. A, I think yeah. that'd be. There's worse one. places than playing a football game in Yankee Stadium, right. which you can say is kind of cool. Yeah. Exactly. We have and, a pretty good record in. Baseball stadiums, right? We kicked the oh, shit out of Northwestern in Wrigley Field. What year was that? Sure, I think it ran uh-huh. for like two eighty. That game. It was Remember that game? Day. They thought they were going to play both way or like yes. a real field, and then like, yep. um, you're going to run right into that brick wall. So yeah, the switch on possessions, and that was fucked up. Well, I think Ronnie Wu was one of the uh, sideline officials for that game. Is that right? Do I have that right? He was a side judge. He was a yeah. side judge. Yes. I bet he did not smell like urine that day at all. Uh, no doubt. Nobody had a fresh set of teeth, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Hard to say. Uh, bottom line, I don't care if Illinois plays in Detroit or Zimbabwe or whatever. I'm just so glad they're The low bar goal. was six wins, and we're right. there. We're and there. Possibility for we're it's there. a low bar. Don't give, that, don't give me that look. Very. Yeah. Don't give me that look. No, it's a low I'm, with bar. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm Actually, I think the Illini are going to blow the fuck out of Northwestern this weekend. I don't think it's going to be close. Northwestern stinks. Gophers sort of let them hang around last weekend, which was a little disappointing. I'm curious to know what you guys think about uh, the Gophers this weekend. Todd, you were just there in Camp Randall last weekend on your on an annual dude's trip to a college football game. Um, please tell us how uh, trashy Camp Randall is. And then give us your prediction on Gophers, Badgers this weekend. Camp Randall, the stadium, not 
trash, not so trashy, but the tailgate scene. I asked you to tell us how oh. trashy it was, not oh. to say it wasn't not trashy. Oh. So oh. this is zero doinks, oh. uh, and you're a guest, so I'd love oh. for you to shit on it. Thank you. Um, let me properly take a dump on Cap Ran- Camp Randall. Camp Randall sucks. Fuck the Badgers. Yes, that was was that an audible high five or an inaudible that, high yeah, five? There was a high five. It was, it was an inaudible high we five. We connected on like three fingers three max on that. It was embarrassing. Um, what was your original question? Camp oh, Randall sucks, but what's your... uh, give us a give us your prediction yeah, on yeah. Gophers Badgers? Gophers plus two and a half this weekend. No, Gophers are going to win. Badgers all want they want their they want their axe back. They're not very good. Illinois beat them. They played solid against Purdue, but it's Purdue. They never put them away. They didn't cover. And good teams win, great teams cover. Oh, God. That's a wise man once told me. That sounds amazing. That wise man was Confucius, I would imagine. Um, Quick question. Can we just get a little bit of uh, hoops talk real quick? How are the Gophers? How is uh, Rick Pitino Jr.? handling gophers basketball this year dan i honestly don't know the answer to this it's that's a an amazing question because i give zero fucks right now because it's axe week you stupid son of a bitch why are you talking give about me something why are you talking about fucking basketball because right now because I, I, I don't give I, a flying I fuck about right hairlines now. every week yeah and I we all know i have junior. terrible hair well, it's very, not about you dan it feels it's, like it's, it's not so personal shut the fuck up i wanted to know what you guys thought about gophers badgers this fucking weekend axe week and you're talking about fucking basketball jesus christ asshole what what the fuck do you have any thoughts Todd? about no about stop Rick it Pino jr give me jesus give me christ we want to know we want to know was... illinois is a basketball school let's talk hoop oh, okay go cockburn oh the cockburns at midnight incorrect incorrect play. coburn coburn uh, coburn Whoa, the Lancers? What, what what are we talking about here? Lindenwood? I don't yeah, even know great. who the line are even playing. 117 points. Oh, Whoa. my God. That's so great. Yeah, that's right. That's so great. The Gray Balls could score 117 oh, points coming on up fucking next. Lindenwood. Coming um, up next. I don't know, man. The Gophers, Gopher basketball is probably not great, but I'm not even there. I'm not even fucking there. So okay. that just shows you okay. kind of how – shitty Illini football is that okay. you're whoa. just already jumping into right now. Don't be a dick. Don't be a cockburn about it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Anywho, I, I'll be honest. We've talked about this offline and on this podcast. I have no issues with the Gophers. The Gophers and the Illini do not have a rivalry, which is great. It makes this segment neither of us anticipated this sort of success for both of our teams combined this year big 10 minute is leading into potentially a big 10 west title for minnesota go gophers i'm rooting for him thought is rooting for him because fuck the badgers and you know fuck the man and the police damn the man i i i'm sorry i i was i was pretty harsh a minute ago i appreciate that i love you uh you did ask me how many weeks ago, and you're like, you painted me one of your scenarios about the Gophers making, winning the Big yep. Ten West. Yep. And you, didn't going to Indianapolis, you didn't believe it. And I fucking shut it down. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm ready to get full-blown hurt, and it's it's 
it's on the table. Like, I think the Gophers will win, but it's not a slam dunk. Um, it will hurt big time if they lose this weekend because fuck the Badgers so hard. Fuck the Packers. Fuck Wisconsin. Fuck the Brewers. Brewers are cheaters. That was established. Uh, We're bringing the Brewers into this. Oh, Christian Yelich, you know, he only hits home runs when he can cheat in fucking Brewer Stadium, whatever they call that bullshit. Uh, When the mustachio bitch is sliding down on their... uh, called Ham Stadium. Ham's Park. Ham's would never associate with those cunts. Um, (laughs) That was a bit harsh. But thank you for your support of the Gophers. Uh, I would... We're gonna we're gonna keep the axe. It's all it's all it's all I'm living for at this well, we point. Hope so. Well, to be honest though, like worst case, I I've said the phrase worst case scenario on the show before, which I thought the Bears like worst case scenario were eleven and five this year, but but truly we're last week worst case scenario Gophers lose to the Badgers. None of us are hoping for that, but if they do, I think the Rose Bowl still on the table right now is that am i wrong i mean am i I, am i wrong well i mean it would make sense the because ohio state's going to the playoff right um i mean if okay here's the scenario gophers lose this weekend they're probably not going to the rose bowl it'll be wisconsin because wisconsin will get their ass kicked by ohio state so gophers may go to um oh i saw outback bowl i didn't think that auburn was in the mix long time ago I've been to the outback. Before. Have you? I've How seen strip clubs. I saw Tennessee beat Western in the Outback Bowl. In oh, I'm sorry, yeah, sorry. that's bad. an afternoon you'll never get back. Yeah, that's terrible. But if the Gophers <laughs> wear that hair high and tight, but when the Gophers win, um, you know the Rose Bowl would be in play but as i stated before they're beating ohio state right they're gonna make the playoff right. and then where's penn state they, fall in this mix though oh penn state they, how much, they, they have two losses oh now? they they died along with sandusky's yeah they're going to the shower bowl with sandusky because <laughs> he just got re tried what was that sandusky came up this it. week did you guys see that no i totally missed it sandusky was up again he was like Ooh. new charges or something yeah so uh penn state death penalty you heard it here first because of sandusky that stupid dick bag but gophers uh winning this weekend are we recapping this winning yes. this weekend winning the uh big 10 championship game top four going to the playoff yep. Uh, probably losing a close one to LSU. No chance. They're winning it all. First time since 1951 or whatever the national championship was. Oh, that's generous. I think it was the 40s. Anywho, this has been Big Ten Minute. Dan recapped it. The Gophers are winning it all. Illinois is making the Rose Bowl this year. And Northwestern sucks. That is your recap. And Illini Final Four this year. And Rick Pitino gets fired, Junior. Fuck him. One minute in an Italian restaurant, just like his father. <laughs> Zero dogs. Row the boat.
Vegas line says the balls are favored by eight. Gray balls. Gray balls. Welcome back to Zero Doings. Someone in this room may have broken wind. Uh, no comment on who. Uh, gray Balls was a rough week last week. We were, I feel like we were 14 and a half point favorites as the line was set by Zero Doings. That didn't happen. We lost a real close one by only one point to Covey's. Covey's never straightened that out. They were... A few of them were friendly. Others were a bit intense. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, we lost by one. We had a big comeback. We were dog shit to start. I don't know. I barely remember it at this point. We're off this week. But, Bill, give us your thoughts. It was a tough, it was a tough one-point loss. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who broke wins, and it it will go. It and he will go, nameless and shameless. It was ridiculous. I, I'm fucking. It fucking reeks though. It it. All it, right, rain it in here. It was, it was punching. All right, so let's get back to gray balls here. So Covey's had a had a coach who was maybe in his mid to late seventies, which was unbelievable for a thirty-five and over league that they had an actual coach. Uh, I can only assume that he had a clipboard. I didn't see one. Whistle. Uh, he probably had one tucked away in his grundle of some sort. Uh, but Kobe's had a big guy. Once again, the big guys are a problem for us. Mm-hmm. Size is an issue. And I take that as an issue, as a problem, as maybe our center on our team. Um, True. But he was very loose around the hoop. That was a big problem. They, yeah. they worked the ball. There was at one point, I think they passed the ball for like two straight minutes. And I shouted yeah. shot clock multiple times. <laughs> And then they proceeded to score. So they, they accomplished their goal they did. and slowed it down way too much. Come on, guys. We're all just out to have some fun, throw up some shots. That's true. Gray balls. Can I say it? Go Am ahead. I in the trust tree right now? Yep. We it's shoot warm. a lot of threes. Yeah. We shoot a lot of threes. Do we make a lot of them? No. no. How, many, do you know how many points? Do you remember how many we scored in the first half? Nine. Yep. Accurate. I mean... I I'd like to think of myself and some of the players on Kobe's shouted this out a few times that I'm a guy who just drives to the hoop, but I feel like that's a higher success rate yeah. if we just take it to the hoop a yeah. bit more. It's true. I don't want to be. I'm not the coach. I don't no. want to be critical. But it's fine. If we have gray balls listing. I think, I think we so. should work it towards the hoop a bit more. What say you? 
I agree. Cuse, uh, uh, I think you needed to take firm control of this roster before we vanish into the 13th seed out of all 13 teams. It's kind of a joke. <laughs> Our goal is to be the number one consolation seed, which would be great. I'm talking a lot about seed right now, which is very awkward. Um, we made a furious comeback. We lost by one. We all talked about that earlier. We need to shoot less threes unless we're hitting them. Dan Doinks hit a big three to cut it to one for the record. And I think um, we got fucked by the rules, by the way. Uh, we're this <laughs> Our loss is completely under protest. We're one and two, but I think we're one, one plus an asterisk. Uh, that is accurate. Uh, the one takeaway from the game besides Dan Doinks hitting that clutch three is... Um, a player on Covey's, Covey's, Dylan Covey, bad uh, bullpen arm for the White Sox in 2019. Um, the one takeaway, they had a guard, point guard slash two that looked exactly like Matt Nagy. And he was aggressive. And I think he got hit between five and seven times and landed on the ground. Dan, I think you were responsible for some of those. Is that accurate? All I had, if we were calling a straight game of fouls, I think I had 12 fouls. And and uh, Rick Nagy, the, uh, the brother of Matt Nagy, he got a few of them. The big guy got quite a few, and I felt bad about one of them in particular. Um, yeah, we were very slappy on, on defense. It was it was ugly. What do you think? What do you think, Slippy, Slappy, Slappy, Swint, Swint, Swint. Maybe look on the briefcase. Swanson. Yeah. Swanson. Samsonite. I was way off. Samsonite. Um, that just happened. Todd, you were a three point specialist in high school. What what sniper? Sniper. Ooh. Uh, what what do you do? You have any uh, advice for gray balls moving forward? Nope. Uh, a little more follow through in the wrist. No, not accurate. A little less uh, pregame Velveeta cheese. Pre, yes, less pregame Velveeta, less pregame hams, mm. and advanced analytics. What should our pregame song be? Because Rick Fieldsman, he was away. He was in New Orleans before the last game we lost. What do you think, Thad? What song? If you were to pick one song to inspire Gray Balls Week Four. The week after Thanksgiving, what would you pick? Does it have to be? Can it be from a video game? Can it be yes. a real song? It can be anything. It can be anything. It can what be about a song to uh, Double Dribble from Nintendo? Oh, great That'll call. fire ass up, right? Yes. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, please double sing it for us. Yeah, that's all I got. That's no. all I got. Uh, um, I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm gonna edit it in. Edit. It's gonna be hot. <laughs> Double dribble, double dribble. This is a game about basketball. Double dribble, double dribble, double dribble. Give it to the guy on the Celtics in the corner. He will shoot a three over the backboard. There's a ring on top of the hoop that's going up and down. Time it just right. I think you, we all nailed it, right? I think we nailed Did it. Did I have the right game? Was in there like a ring that would bounce on top of the hoop, and you didn't uh, have for to free ch- throws. Is that true? I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't recall. Maybe. Maybe right. 
I just remember double dribble where you go up to dunk and it would like cut to a whole different screen that would like slow motion and just, I don't know, you do like a slam dunk or whatever. And then it would cut back and the game didn't look nearly as good as the cutaway slow motion dunk or three pointer or whatever. But sure. Double dribble. Are we double uh, dribble? Can I, can I share some with you guys? Well, yeah. Um, We're the only one. Trust me. The, uh, the first time that I went up for a dunk in that game, when it did the slow motion dunk, that was my first boner. Congratulations. Yes. Did anything come out? I th- yeah, thank you. Uh, I think I, I think I called 911 because I didn't know what to do at that point, but um, I haven't been the same since. Well, to be honest, I didn't know you then, but I know you now, and you're still a weird. That's I can't imagine you're much different. What? How old were you when this happened? Forty-seven. <laughs> that's that's perfect. And this is Ben Gray Balls. <laughs> we'll talk to you about. <laughs> Next week's game. We are off for Thanksgiving week, so we don't have a line. We have an opponent. See you next. That didn't make any sense. Did that make Thursday. any sense? Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, great balls. about the Bears. No, no, no. Great balls. No, no opponent this week. We are Wednesday off. Thank God. But you have right. lines on your gray balls. Yeah, we do. We we establish lines based off of intense analytics. No, it's advanced analytics. Awesome. Oh yeah, nice. Right. Walnuts. I farted, I farted earlier. <laughs> and it smelled like Gray balls. a fucking walnut. See you next segment. Maybe it's smack for the first time in weeks. Love you. See me after class. This week's spotlight shines on Mike Mulligan. A staple. Yes. <laughs> See me after class. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even See me after class. This is See Me After Class. I won't, David. I won't. Shit-stirring troll, a passive-aggressive tweeter, and just a complete weird. See Me After Class! We're back, episode 18. I'm so excited for our next segment, which it's been a long time coming. And my favorite segment of all time, See Me After Class, also known as Smack. Bill, lay it on us. Thank you, Dan. That embrace has been warm. I feel like I felt your wings embracing me right there. It felt great. This week's spotlight shines on Michael Lombardi. Mike is a former NFL executive and a current blowhard media analyst who writes for The Athletic, and he's the co-host of a podcast with former ESPN anchor Adnan Verk, who I'm pretty sure moonlights as the guy whose murder case was recently refused to be heard by the Supreme Court, right? Anywho, (laughs) perhaps you know Mike as the guy who loves to give people weird and juvenile nicknames. Locally here in Chicago, you may have heard some of his guest radio appearances where he loves to hear himself say, MVP Mitch! to disparage Mitch Trubisky in Dallas where Thod lives. No, he doesn't live there at all, actually. Yeah, he used to. In Dallas, Cowboys fans know Mike as the guy who takes credit for co- coining the nickname The Clapper 
for Dallas head coach Jason Garrett. Totally normal behavior for a 60-year-old former NFL executive, you dumb rubber-faced bastard. What Mike is most currently known for, though, (laughs) is his weekly column in The Athletic called, quote, from the GM's eye, unquote. In this column, Mike often boasts of his time working for multiple NFL franchises, and he loves to brag about what a stellar front office mind he was when it comes to scouting and drafting football talent. Well, Mike started as an area scout for the 49ers in the 1980s, and then he was hired as a scout with the Browns in 1987. He then got promoted to the pro personnel department, where he had a few different job titles between 89 and 95. Well, let me just dive deep into his his bio here. There are two interesting things on his Wikipedia page regarding this transition. First, the paragraph about Mike's career claims that he was hired as pro personnel director for Cleveland in 1987, but his career history in that graded box on the right had him as a scout for two years. So obviously, Mike edited his own page to make it seem like he went straight from two years as a scout to a big wig front office job, and that is not true. Also, the same paragraph that was blowing Mike about his front office job in Cleveland mentioned, quote, he worked under Bill Belichick managing drafts, negotiating contracts, and acquiring free agents, unquote. Now, no, that is not true. Let's line up these years. So looking at the job title changes, the years 93 to 95 would be the ones that made sense for Lombardi to truly work with Belichick. Let's take a look at those three years of drafts, and let's pretend that Mike was the one making the picks, or at least he had a significant voice in Belichick's head, okay? Let's all take a step back and pretend. All right, so Mike made 18 picks during those three drafts, including four first-rounders those three years. Out of those 18 players chosen from Mike, Cleveland got a total of 21 seasons' worth of starts out of those 18 players. 17 of which were from first-rounders. Now, I'm not that great at math, but averaging less than one season of starts per draft pick seems less than great. At least that's what I thought initially, right? So what other GM comes to mind to give context to Mike's boobery? How about former Bears GM Phil Emery? In looking at Phil's three drafts, you know, equal to Mike, his picks averaged over two seasons of starts, per draft pick, meaning that Phil Emery had twice the eye for talent than Mike Lombardi. Hell, Mike's best pick during his first go-round with Cleveland was, I'm going to rip a piece of paper, pause, was wide receiver Derek Alexander in 1994, who was drafted number 29 overall in the first round. Alexander, like every other one of Mike's picks in Cleveland, never made it to a Pro Bowl. In that same draft in 94, fellow wide receiver Isaac Bruce, a four-time pro bowler, was picked four spots after Alexander. Great eye, Mike. After those incredible Browns drafts, Mike got fired, and then he had a two-year resume gap, and then he worked for the Eagles for a year, kind of weird, and then he held a job with the Raiders front office for nearly 10 years. So during his time with Al Davis's Raiders, Mike oversaw drafts that included picking a kicker number 17 overall, Sebastian Janikowski. Okay, I guess that's decent for a kicker, right? 
He famously chose quarterback Jamarcus Russell at number one in 2007, not coincidentally leading to Mike's firing after that season. But he also picked Iowa offensive lineman and likely user of Mons, Robert Gallery, number two in 2004. (laughs) For as bad as Jamarcus Russell was, and we all know that, the Gallery pick is actually much worse in the context of who was picked after him. So check out this list, okay? Gallery is picked number two, like I said. Number three in that draft, Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Famer. Number four, Philip Rivers, Hall of Famer. Number five, Sean Taylor. Died way too young, but he still made one Pro Bowl in his four seasons. The next three picks were Kellen Winslow, Roy Williams, and D'Angelo Hall, all Pro Bowlers. The other picks in the first round after Robert Gallery include Ben Roethlisberger, Jonathan Vilma, Tommy Harris, Sean Andrews, Will Smith, Vince Wilfork, Stephen Jackson, Jason Babin, and Ben Watson. So out of the first eight picks, there was only one bust, Robert Gallery, chosen by the sharp eye of former GM Mike Lombardi. What a wet, incompetent boob. <laughs> after another six-year res- six resume gap, after he got fired after Jamarcus Russell, Mike caught on again with the Browns for two seasons as a GM until he was fired again after overseeing two embarrassing drafts and seasons. He finishes NFL days on the payroll for New England as an assistant to the coaching staff from 2014 to 2016, three seasons bookended by two Super Bowl victories by the Patriots. Mike uses this second round of Bill Belichickian experience often in his columns as if he was a vital cog in the wheel of Tom Brady's continued dominance. I can't speak English. Dominance. So what's my point here, Zero Doings listeners? I want you to fully understand the whole story whenever Mike Lombardi rips on a player, a coach, a GM, or God forbid a fan base. Always remember the criticism is coming from the blowhole of an insignificant and abject failure. A former NFL executive whose list of quarterback draftees include and only includes the following five quarterbacks. Eric Zire, Marcus Tuiasosopo, Andrew Walter, Jamarcus Russell, and Johnny Manziel. Here are five quarterbacks chosen in the same drafts after those genius Mike Lombardi picks. Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Fitzpatrick and his stupid face, and our boy Kyle Orton. Look, that's not exactly a Hall of Fame gunslingers crew, but it's further proof of both the imperfection of each and every NFL draft, as well as proof that Mike Lombardi is a complete idiot covered in hypocrisy. Look, there's a couple things about this dope that we should all remember. One, He doesn't deserve his last name. Lombardi is football royalty. Mike isn't even related to Vince. I vote to remove his last name and give him a nickname instead. I'm going to go with Montebank, which is a synonym for swindler, grifter, or imposter. Mike Montebank. Yeah, it has a ring to it which is much more significant than the two rings that Mike stole from New England a few years ago. I'm sick of the self-importance that leaks from this guy's stupid columns, and I'm sick of media companies giving this guy a lofty reputation because of his supposed impressive resume. 
Mike Lombardi, see me after class. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. When I'm not being ignored by my friends and family, I'm listening to Zero Doinks in the bathtub with a toaster. All right, we're wrapping up here. Episode 18. 18th? 18? 18? Uh, Thanks, Thod, for being here. Fuck you, Velveeta Cheese. It's true. Thank you, Avalak. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Puppet Ducks. May or may not be puppets. Um, Bill, that was an awesome smack. Fuck Lombardi. That guy is so fucking overrated. Thank you. Uh, all right. I got a few random questions for you. What's your favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? I love stuffing. Like, you could throw the turkey out the window cranberry like fuck you cranberry that's disgusting all about stuffing to me it's it's stuffing day it's not turkey day what say you what's your favorite thing dan uh i'm a big stuffing guy as well turkey can i be honest dry dry Mm -hmm. as shit Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge uh turkey guy the white meat is dry as shit i need to drench it in gravy so I need gravy, but stuffing's always a solid go-to. Todd, do you have, Todd, a, you have you? a thought? Living in the South, they would go after y'all both because it's what you what you call it stuffing. Yeah. That's oh, right. they'll be on your ass calling it dressing. Ooh, it's dressing stuffing. Oh, fuck it, it's all the same shit, and I don't like either of them. I don't. Well, I don't care what you call it. I don't like it. What do you Give like? Me some yams. Oh, some big yams. yams. I know there was a pilgrim in the house. (laughs) But uh, savory yams. Don't give me no marshmallows and that type of shit. Give me some savory yams. Okay. Is that sweet potatoes? Yeah, it's sweet potatoes. It's all the same thing. Why are we calling them yams? I don't know. know, Traditional. Traditional. Traditionalists. Is a sweet potato a yam? Yes. Or is a yam a sweet potato? I I have no fucking clue. I don't like either. So uh, you can go fuck yourself with that hot take. But. Give me a microwave hamburger. Oh, how's that ass cancer? Potent, terrible. It's potent. Uh, I've se- I've seen this on Twitter. This idea that people show up to their family Thanksgiving and they walk around the neighborhood and smoke weed. You guys do any of that shit? Is that a, ever been a thing? I haven't heard. I haven't heard of this. No, no pot is uh, not legal where we, I live. Are we, so I don't know. Are we, are we legal here? I've, I've seen this as like a meme and shit. I've, oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's all right. right. We are old. Oh, it must be a. It must Holy be a okay, boomer. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're old. What do you do? You eat the turkey and then you walk around. And I don't know. And I think it's, for children. I think it's a pre-meal thing. I have no idea. Uh-huh. It's like maybe a. Oh, it's, it's a better to make question. you hungry, right? So we're gonna smoke weed, sure. we're gonna get hungry, yeah, and then like maybe this is a better question. Food? Okay, I think I got to figure it out. It's a post um, blackout Wednesday thing. Okay. So you that's how you just roll into Thanksgiving. So that that's brings are you guys when did you stop doing the blackout Wednesday thing? Uh just after college. I never got that into it to be honest because it ended up being like a high school reunion with people that I didn't necessarily want to spend time with no offense. Yeah. Uh, thought you feel same. the same like I don't think I was that into it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
it I'm it turns you. into a, a very bad high school reunion who can like clear out their bingo card with the person you haven't seen doing this and the girls got the girls in the bar with the baby type shit like yeah not my scene i don't, I I don't like, think we ever called it blackout wednesday how about you dan did you get weird back in the day i feel like i had a few in chicago which was yeah which was fun yeah. like in the city like um, yeah, a little different i guess yeah yeah back home no i i liked it i'm 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 opposite of that it was fun when it last you know, before i had eight thousand kids but and a rabbit I mean, those days and a rabbit oh, and a dog I'm really hungry right now those days are i mean no. those days are long gone but it's uh I don't know. I don't know. Can we talk about your rabbit for a sec? That rabbit has not stopped moving since we got here. Second of all, has not stopped eating food or sucking down water, unless that was vodka. I don't know if it's water or vodka. Well, well um, I'm it's not sure. It's pretty obvious to me now that you're not familiar with the triangle offense and how there needs to be constant movement at the top of the key and also along the baseline so Thanks, so Thanks, you're welcome r.i.p Texas, Texas dead right R- yes. Uh, yes so scotty no tip and pippin has to be on the move at all times and so scotty's in the basement here and the lights are on pretty much around the clock so the sleep deprivation which i feel like is a torture method for for terrorists is in full effect maybe in my house and i feel bad about that so tonight i'll be turning the lights off now that i think about it i have a, I have a follow-up question what do you think the condition of the hardwood flooring is going to be once scotty pippen moves out of the basement because i feel like it might it looks elevated from the angle that i'm at right now but mm-hmm. i feel like there's going to be a lot of urine no so this is uh it's this is more of an optical thing for people listening so that they're not going to appreciate. There's a padding that looks identical to the flooring on our actual floor here. It took me a while to so, notice that. But when I did, that? I was like, smart move. Yeah, so smart we're going to be all right. For the reason. Once, no, you're, once Pip, you're a reloader uh, for a reason. You know yeah, how to do it. Nope. No, I'm not. Huh? No. What? I, I'm not what? at all. No, I, I work at a toll booth. Uh, so... When uh, the yeah, so when Pip kicks the bucket or ma- magically escapes because I've left all of the doors open in the house, uh, I think we'll be okay. It'll be an easy transition. The floor will be fine. So um, yeah, we'll be good. Thank you so much for asking. No, yeah, I was concerned about your flooring. Um, do you have any other questions to wrap up episode 18? I don't, you're usually quite the random guy. I got one more. I got one more. So we mentioned this earlier, uh, Papa John, John Schneider, Schnatter, Schnuder. He looked incredibly wet during his interview, which I don't even know what the fuck it was about. He's just upset about getting kicked off of the board of Papa John's, which is trash pizza. Right. But he made a statement that he has eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days. Um, I'm curious to know, Todd, first, could you eat 40 pizzas in 30 days? No. I'm not sure I've had 40 pizzas in 300 days a year. 
40 pizzas? That You have a problem. You got a pizza problem with 40 pizzas in 30 days. I mean, look at this picture. It's a little sweaty. It's a little pale. Nobody should have 40 pizzas in 30 days. So my answer is no. An emphatic no. I... I don't know. I think I could do it. Yeah, I think I could too. <laughs> I, I love, I love a good pizza. You know, what, what kind you know, of pizza would would throw you? Jack's pizza, frozen, frozen. Well, yeah. now we're gonna throw qualifiers in, like a frozen. Yeah. No, no, that's that was the thing. Oh, okay. I thought Listen, it could be forty Papa John's because that's where it started. I couldn't know that one. Kill Papa John's and forty beggars. First forty beggars, thirty days. Ooh, taking it back. Great question. Great question. Let's tie up. No, let's tie a bow on this whole thing. You let's can't start. do forty beggars. Those are very heavy, very greasy. Um, no, you would lose your colon at some point in that process. Uh, forty pizzas in thirty days. I think. I, oh yeah, that's the difference. If we're doing frozen pizzas, like you can fold that shit in half, and it's like, uh, like half a quesadilla basically a taco yeah yeah it's like a it's it's nothing but if yeah. we're talking be- like a full beggar's pizza or something else i'm i'm upset that he didn't specify maybe he did i don't think he did shame on the interviewer for not saying like please elaborate on this 40 pizza the journey that you went on yeah also who's keeping track of that did he have like uh like a checklist on a wall? It can't be validated. He no. just said it and he's crazy. It can't be validated. I'm guessing Lindsey Graham would be my guess who's keeping tabs. Plausible. Plausible. Sorry, you said you said Lindsey Graham, but I immediately pictured Mitch McConnell <laughs> as a turtle eating eating a pizza like uh like a s- snap. Snap nose, snap snapping nose, snapper, snapper. Mitch McConnell just munching on a DiGiorno pizza at like two thirty a.m. in downtown Louisville. Where's Mitch McConnell? He's a he's a Kentucky. Lexington guy. Yeah, Lexington, a Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah, Thad is closer to that region than we are. You're but bringing it all back though. Papa John's yeah. Louisville, Mitch McConnell's yeah. Louisville, Lexington. It's all the same. Okay. okay. Sorry so to your this sorry is, to your no, Kentucky listeners. This is a good. Uh, I apologize. We, have a we, we apologize. Have a we apologize. We have a couple. Shock you. That's a good question. You know, listeners in Kentucky, we love you. We're sorry. We do. We do. I, that's a good I, question, I, though. They agree. Is Kentucky a pizza hotbed? <laughs> horse pizza? <laughs> Probably horse pizza. I'm guessing. It's a. Is that described a to me? I thought you were going to say, "Is it a pizza hotbed?" Just switch gears. But, yes, tell us about a horse pizza. Uh, I'm guessing it's like it, you know, it's got the it's got the typical cornbread, you know, crust, if you will, and then a lot of hooves on top. Uh a bit I, crunchy. I think that I think that feels right. Uh, I don't have any other pizza related questions. Pizzagate? That was a thing, right? With the Clintons? I think so. That was Todd, you know about that. You're an Alabama guy. A lot of trolls. Uh I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if it was a real thing. People right. tried to make it a yeah. thing. 
Yes. Mitch McConnell might have tried to make it a thing. Yeah, it might have been. A did that involve Jeffrey Eps- Epstein? Hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. yeah. Bill, do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I don't. <laughs> Zero doing. <laughs> we... <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to take a stance on this. Uh, uh, you know, besides, I, I, I don't even know what to say, Dan Doinks, to a question like that. I don't know what to say. Well, Bill, I think this has been a pretty solid uh, episode 18. So glad our baby can vote here, huh? Um, I'm so proud of her. I really fucking am. Fucking episode 18. This is uh, about it. This has been electric. Todd, you've been nothing but erotic through oh, this God. entire experience. Yes. Agreed. You got any parting words here? Mediocre. I'll take it. Mediocre Would you... best. I'll take it. Ah, yeah. I, you've been well above mediocre. I would absolutely put you on top of a puppet and put my hand under both of the things. That's what I would do. Dan, any thoughts? If I were sitting next to you with your hand inside of a puppet, I would be the head coach of Alabama football. Is that right? Did quack, I hit quack. that right? Quack, quack. Um, no, I don't. This, that got weird. Give me some bread. <laughs> I want to be fed. Um, this has been fun. It has been fun. I, I'm, I feel pretty drunk right now, so I don't know how this is going to end up. But What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Dan? Uh, Did we talk about this already? Did no, I miss it? Okay. Uh, I'm going to be we local. Didn't. It's going to be great. I don't have to travel far. Ooh, I'm trying. No, that's not entirely true. <laughs> Dan doesn't know where he's going. For the <laughs> I will. I will. Just kidding. Day, I'll be local with Beasel. She still hates Mike Tomzak, which was brought up recently at a family event, which was mentioned to her, and she's like, "How do you know that?" Oh, somebody listens to Zero Doink. Yes, someone who awesome. listens to Zero Doink said, "I hear you hate Mike Tomzak," and she said, "You're fucking right." How did you know that? Thank you. Comes full circle. Uh, but I'm also going to be in central Illinois for a Friendsgiving. You guys big Friendsgiving guys? I've never done it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You guys should get friends. Oh, so, um, yeah, I'm going to do that on uh, Friday. How about you, Bill? What are you doing for Skanksgiving? I'm staying local. I got some family coming into town, and we're going to get weird on Black Wednesday, as you mentioned earlier. Sounds what? racist. Does. But uh, things are going to be awesome. Thad, are you still going to be in town over Thanksgiving? Yes, sir. Still be in town locally. You had a lot of euphemisms in that last. <laughs> in that last. Both of you had some euphemisms <laughs> in there. I'll be staying locally. Thank you for having me. I will be heading back to the wonderful question mark state of Alabama after this weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving from Zero Doings. We will be not back next week, I hope, unless we eat too much turkey, too much turducken. Still trying to figure out how that works, how that's cooked and eaten. I don't know anyone who's not a terrorist who's eaten shit like that, but um, we love you. Thank you for listening. 
to zero doinks. God bless America. God bless Alabama. God bless Todd. God bless Scotty Pippen. God bless zero doinks. Thank you. And the Bears. Go Bears. Bye.